0: It's time to move on to the NFL as the UFC president, Dana White, says he helped a broker or helped broker a deal for Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski to join the Raiders in 2020. But John Gruden blew it all up. Are we buying this statement? And what does all the off the field antics and news this offseason mean for Brady and the Buccaneers? And as you see, Brady's on my wall. That's my guy. And I would love to kick it off because I had a dream. And I'm not trying to jock the flow of my guy, MLK, or I'll my guy, right? But I had a dream. And I'm not even capping here. Like, I, I really had a dream. It's not like a figure, a figure of speech. It's a real dream where you go to sleep and things happen in your imagination or whatever. And you wake up. I had a dream. And I had a dream that Tom Brady went to the Raiders. Now, I know I posted it on Facebook on my status a long time ago, right? I just had that funny feeling. I just had the dream. It's like, first of all, I don't really dream about Brady or anybody. I don't dream about no next man. I just leave it like that. I don't do that. I don't dream. I don't go to bed trying to dream about anybody. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? But it happened. And in that dream time, Brady went to the Raiders. And I'm just saying to myself, okay, I'm I'm buying it. Because, you know, I just randomly had a dream that he was a Raider. and, And sure enough, this report's come out. And I'm like. Wow, so my dream was actually about to happen. So my dream wasn't lying to me. And I think it made sense when you think about the reality of it because, you know, the Raiders moving to Vegas, a lot of tickets that could be sold right now. They're always getting primetime looks. Tom Brady would have probably fit over there. And I think from a marketable standpoint, it would have made the most sense out of anywhere he could have went. And also, you can argue football because where Tom Brady goes, guys come. So you can sit there and say, well, he go to the Raiders, look at the roster. I mean, you only talk about, you know, Walla, Hunter Renfro, and obviously Gronk, but it's like Tom Brady did more with less than that, first off, and you think Tom Brady's going to come in there and nobody comes? You see, when Tom Brady was a New England Patriot, A lot of people never talked about this. Guys were going to New England. New England. I mean, there's nothing spectacular about New England to want to go there. But yet, guys flocked there. Tampa Bay, guys flocked there. You mean to tell me, Tom Brady in Vegas, that guys were not flocked there to play with Tom Brady to go? Yeah, you're bugging. So we could sit here and say, oh, they would have probably bought him out or, They would have made the playoffs. That was a ceiling. You just never know who would have came after Tom Brady and Gronk went over there. And Tom Brady is one of those guys that is a he's a culture changer. He's listen. I could just imagine, bro. All the incidents that happened last year with Oakland. Imagine if Tom Brady was there. You think Henry Ruggs III would have been catching cases on the third? Hell no. He would not have been because he would not have wanted to upset the GOAT. Some guys, they don't want to upset the goat Tom Brady. They play for Tom Brady more than they play for their damn self. I just could imagine what Tom Brady would have done to that franchise, and it's unfortunate because um, your boy John Gruden, who was typing emails and having all sorts of crazy things to say, blew it up. But guess what? That's his fault. Another man's treasure, and it happened to be the Buccaneers.
1: Little Shadamas on the mic. Real quick, Zach, let me just – Quickly just say this because now it makes all sense what Tom Brady was talking about in that barbershop episode. You chose this mother effer over me. Derek Carr may be that mother effer he was talking about. No one's calling Derek Carr bum. No one's saying he's not a good quarterback, but that's what probably Tom Brady was referring to when it's saying you chose him over me. And it makes perfect sense the way everything aligns. Um um, I don't know. I forgot what's the owner's name of uh, um Las Vegas. Mike Mayock? Not? Mayock, Mayock, I believe. No, yes, no, Mike Mayock was
2: their former GM. It's Mark Davis.
1: Mark, Davis. Mark, oh, Mark Davis. Davis, right, Davis. Right, right, right. So much. So Mark Davis has his hands full of everything Vegas. I've I seen him at the game, uh, the um, Vegas Aces game for the WNBA. You know, he's uh, he's out there in Vegas really doing the, the damn thing, literally. He's trying to make Las Vegas the next Los Angeles Lakers, the way they have all this um, entertainment, all these different things, all these ventures to bring out um superstars and famous people. And I think that's what, that could have been the situation if Tom Brady would have been on the Raiders. That would have electrified uh, Vegas completely. It would have been the next Los Angeles Lakers story. You would have saw the um the whole documentary 20 years from now. I was talking about the dynasty and you know, all the other crap, yada, yada, yada. But that's something that could have been potential if Brady and you go have went over to that Los on um, Vegas Raiders team during the time when everything was coming together. Um, I think for me, you know, it's a little late now but Dan and White talking about it. So I think that's why he's more comfortable speaking about it because after they got Adams, the team looked more promising, all these different things. And I think it was more comfortable or at best, comfortable now to speak about it saying yeah you know i try to you know supplement bringing brady around but, you know it didn't work out you know i think now because if it would no news would have broke out before if you when know, everything was still fresh it would have been toxic john gruden would have been kicked off the team for the wrong reasons <laughs> not the right reasons the wrong reasons this time so i think it's um interesting that this news came out um especially from dana white you know dana white doesn't usually just say things to say. I mean, it has some validity to it. He doesn't just make up news. That's one thing about Dina White. He does say a lot of different things. He does have some very interesting
0: comments. But one thing he, he is not is a liar. <laughs> well, quickly, Zach, I'm going to throw it right back to you. But Zach and, and Zay, don't, don't y'all find it weird that it took John Gooden that long to get fired? Like, if you said no to Brady and you see his team go to the Super I I, I get it. New England last year, it wasn't a spectacular year. But if he... Called you up and say, Yo, I want to come over there. And he's literally looking at homes. And the Buccaneers going to win the Super Bowl. That's almost a fireable offense. It should be easier for you to get fired before that whole email thing. But go ahead, Zach.
2: Well, yeah, I just going answering that question, I think we have to remember like Mark Davis gave John Gruden the bank a 10 year. Uh, 50 or I don't even know the amount but a lot a lot of money in that contract and the reason why he got fired was literally because of that email and the NFL almost forced him to like I don't think Mark Davis really wanted to fire uh, John Gruden because he didn't want to pay him all that money but the NFL gave him a cause and I don't know all the details in terms of the money Gruden got from uh, the Raiders but I'll say this guys I actually think it was a really good thing brady and gronk that this didn't work out and the fact that they ended up in tampa opposed to vegas just because i do think the buccaneers were in a better position to win moving forward uh the raiders were not a very good team during that stretch in 2019 in 2020 gruden and mayock were missing on draft pick after draft pick after draft pick especially in the early rounds and honestly when it comes to john gruden And his coaching philosophy, one thing I know is that the offense is his baby. No one, he would not let anyone touch that. And we know in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians clashed a little bit. Uh, but Tom Brady is obviously going to want to be involved a lot in making that offense. And even though they might have had a good relationship from when uh, Gruden was covering all the Patriot games on Monday Night Football, like I just don't think Tom Brady and John Gruden, like those two alpha personalities would have worked. And I do think, you know, the Bucks won a Super Bowl from with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. So even though I do buy the report, I do think it was a uh, better uh, long-term for Brady and Gronk's careers if they ended up in Tampa Bay and they won a Super Bowl. But just in terms of this story, in terms of uh, the report going on that Tom Brady is back at training camp after missing 10 days, we obviously remember uh, the Stephen Ross Dolphins tampering report. All these stories have been going on in the offseason. And we I've hinted at this a few times on the show over the last couple of weeks, but I'll say it again. When it comes to the quarterback position in the NFL, I just feel like it is so popular. These guys are stars. We look up to them. We follow their personal lives. And even the littlest things like Matthew Stafford and this freak elbow injury that's going on. I mean, literally, the internet bullied the Arizona Cardinals (laughs) into removing that video game contract uh, out of Kyler Murray's contract. Like, when it comes to the quarterback position, we follow these guys. Aaron Rodgers and everything that's gone on with him in the last year plus and there have been so many stories going on with Tom Brady from his retirement to Bruce Arians, his surprise retirement after Brady comes back. You even look at this Miami Dolphins story. I mean, Stephen Ross is suspended from the NFL for the first six weeks of the season. The Dolphins literally lost a first round pick. Like, I'm not making this stuff up. It literally happened right in front of us ian rapaport said it was the most egregious tampering he's ever seen in his years covering the nfl we now look at this story is brady having marital problems is he filming the mass singer we don't know but it is weird that he is just all of a sudden out of buccaneers training camp and still it just seems to me like everyone's like oh yeah the buccaneers they're winning the nfc south no problem why does it even matter Uh, The Buccaneers also lost another offensive lineman in, in camp this week. Do we know if Todd Bowles is a good football coach? Because I really don't. I know that with the New York Jets, Mike McCagnin didn't do a great job as general manager. And Todd Bowles, you can make the argument he deserves a second chance. But these are all things that are excuses. Like these things don't make Todd Bowles a good football coach. And when I look at this Buccaneer team, and when I look at Tom Brady, the one thing we've always known about him, and he said it many times, the reason why he is so good, every time he gets out there on the football field, the reason why he's the goat is because of the work and the preparation that he puts in uh, behind the scenes, closed doors off the field. And part of me is just thinking like, is Tom Brady really just doing this to test if he still could be his elite self without putting in the work, without putting in that preparation. But that's a risky proposition knowing that Tom Brady has always been a winner because he's been able to outsmart and outwork his opponent, not based on his physical attributes. And especially at this age, I do wonder – What does this mean for the Buccaneers going forward? There are just a lot of questions uh, going on in Tampa Bay. And I definitely think this should be one of the major storylines going into this NFL season. But it seems to me, everyone's just like, hey, the Buccaneers, you know, they're fine. They got Tom Brady. They'll win the NFC South. No big deal.
0: Zach, you said a lot there. And there's a lot that I want to pivot back to when, you know, with a lot of things you said. Hopefully I can remember a lot of it because it was a lot. Number one, let's go all the way back before we get to this present time of Brady right let's go all the way back to a point that I actually I do want to agree before I come to the ones that I disagree with the one that one thing that you spoke to my mind when you said about the Raiders missing out on draft picks because that's clear they've been missing out on draft picks when you actually look in Tampa Bay their draft picks actually been hitting like the Tristan Wurfs pick. Remember that year where they got Tristan Wurfs, they were about like 10 offensive linemen. I remember it was like Andrew Thomas. The list goes <laughs> on. It was a lot. Makai Becton. <laughs> Makai Beckton right? <laughs> there was a lot of guys, a lot of linemen, and they picked the right one. They, they picked the best one. Literally the best right tackle in the league they picked. They have been hitting with a lot of their picks. You know, even the kid, the safety, um, Anton Winfield, even that guy, undersized, right? He's only about like five nine, and yet, He's voted into a top 100 player. You know what I'm saying? So they actually been hitting with the pick. So I am glad that Tom Brady ultimately picked Tampa because they're doing a hell of a job over there. And even when Tom Brady is gone, they're going to reload as long as they get themselves a quarterback. And if they do get a quarterback, this team ain't going nowhere, bro. This team is going to just like the Terminator, just revamp into a championship perennial all-star team again, because they have those guys, the guys that we don't even know about, not name brand dudes. I'm talking about guys that can play, but, Let's move on a little bit. Now, you said something about Todd Bowles, right? I want to make sure I address this point first before I forget this one. Because, you know, I think Todd Bowles is actually an upgrade from Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is not really a guy that I thought was, you know, pound for pound, X and O's, a guy that you want on your team. Quarterbacks always had high numbers of interceptions under Bruce Arians. I think when you talk about Todd Bowles and what he was a part of in New York, everybody feels in New York. My guy, um, Robert Salah, Defensive mind, how you had the worst defense in the league and you're a defensive minded guy. I mean, come on now. So even he looking bad out here, even though we do think the organization is coming along as far as guys on paper. That's paper. They never been good since Joe it. So, you know, I'm not going to hold Todd Bowles to the Jets standard, but I will hold them to a Buccaneer standard. And if they don't come out the gate smoking blazing, then it ain't going to be amazing. Then now we know that he's not a good guy. He's not a good coach. But I think he's a good coach from just a – I think he handles the locker room well. I think he's just a player's coach, and I think that will actually help an environment that right now is a little toxic a little bit, you know, with everything that went on with A.B. and the team last year. Bruce Aries, you know, he actually egged on some of those to- toxic moments, right? Like, he got a mount on him. Ty is the guy that you want a peacemaker that you want in your locker room, you know, controlling young men, not to talk to young men that's making them millions of dollars any type of way. Like, you have to have, you have to treat them like men, literally. I think Tom Bowles will do a great job of doing that. As far as X's and O's, we'll figure that out as time goes, and it rhymes. But my last point, and then, Zay, you could get in here if you want. There's the last point that you made, yes, about everything that's going on right now with Tom Brady and all the three actress. Look, Tom Brady's a guy that No matter what's going on and all the conspiracies that are floating around, this is a guy that you still trust and believe, no matter what. Like, imagine we was in a, you know, uh, at a um, building, and there was a tornado. If you see Tom Brady in the same building that You know, as a tornado going around, I actually feel pretty sick because he's the GOAT. He'll overcome anything. I'm with Tom Brady. That's who I'm with right now. So whatever's going on, I don't even care. Tom Brady is just that guy. No matter what's going on in the locker room, no matter what's going on in him and his personal life, he knows how to juggle. Giselle, Giselle been on his ass for like the last 10, 15 years. He won championships still. So it's all about juggling your life you know, outside your personal beings, you know, the life after football. But if there's anything, anybody that can do that, not everybody can do that. Aaron Rodgers surely can't, right? None of these guys can. But if there's one guy that proved that he can balance and juggle 10 things at once, it's should God behind my wall, Tom Brady to go, TB12.
2: I would say about a month ago, I considered and viewed the Buccaneers strongly on that top tier of the NFC with teams like the Rams, with teams like the Packers. I'd even throw uh, the 49ers into that conversation. And I still think they're going to win the NFC South. I still think they're going to be right up there in terms of uh, the contenders in the NFC, but I'm wondering, Will, you know, you seem not so phased by everything going on with Brady and everything off the field this off season, but I am wondering, there are a lot of questions going on in Tampa Bay right now from Uh, Them losing another offensive lineman, Aaron Stinney, I believe his name is, on the interior. And we know, you know, we've all been watching football a long time. What is the one way to beat Tom Brady? You got to get pressure on him. That's the way to go, especially at this age. They have a first year head coach. They just didn't have their quarterback uh, in training camp for 10 days, which is not normal. And the weird thing is not even the Buccaneers players know what's going on or what happened with Tom Brady. And I understand that Brady's done a lot for the Buccaneers franchise since he's been there. But from a Buccaneers perspective, I do find it a little interesting that they didn't even drop us any hints uh, about anything that was going on with Brady in terms of why he wasn't at practice uh, the last 10 days. And I'm trying to be uh, as respectful as possible. I know his mom has uh, battled cancer over the course of the last few years. And I do hope that everything, if it is uh, something with this family, I do hope that everyone's okay and just trying to be uh, as respectful as possible. But at the same time, like the fact that no one the Buccaneers organization it seems like knows why this guy was gone for 10 days their franchise quarterback besides Todd Bowles and the owner like it's a little weird not gonna lie and I'm starting to wonder when it comes to the Buccaneers Will you told me about a month ago that you feel or I think you said the most comfortable for the Buccaneers and their Super Bowl chances going into a season since Brady has been there so I'll ask you do you still feel that way
0: absolutely bro I mean I don't know you, you know, you talk about all the reasons and the offensive of line. And then look, it's not, it's not, you don't want to see your lineman go down. Like, I'm not jumping for joy that my guy Ryan Jensen is out. I didn't see that with point. And was like, Woo-hoo! nah, <laughs> that's my lineman, man. That's my center. So, of course, when you lose, you know, people like that, it's like, I right, you know, what's going on here. But at the same time, injury bug played this last year. I know not on the line, but, you know, on the defense. But guess what? Despite all that, despite the injuries, despite the toxic things that was going on, we almost won. Like, we almost won that game against the Rams who went on to win the Super Bowl and almost had a home game in the in the championship rounds against the Jimmy Guapolo-led team. We all know that quarterback don't like to be under pressure, and we bring it. We could have went to the Super Bowl and beat a young team. So there's a lot of things that fall into place in a football season. A lot of the nuances that we don't see, sometimes luck happens. And right now, as long as we could stop dropping. Like, I can't predict injuries that's going to happen. I'm not Lil Shadomis in that way, right? Hopefully, the injuries stop. Tom Brady's a guy that gets the ball out fast release. He's a go. And you picked in the winning division. I picked in the winning division. Once you get to the playoffs, Tom Brady ups his game. He, it's just a different standard with Tom Brady come playoff time. So, I think the other guys like Hazley, Robert Haseley, that's subbing in for Ryan Jensen. And those guys, those guys over there, they got to step up. I still like my left tackle and Donovan Smith. He's still consistent. Yeah, he'll get beat on a double move here and there, especially when they play the Saints. He don't play the Saints well, but I still have faith in him. I have faith in Tristan Worps. You know, he's dealing with a nagging injury, but he should be back week one. I believe he's the best at his position in the league. So even though there's injuries and there's cause for concern, I still have faith in the GOAT and I still have faith in this team. I think we upgraded that coach. I think we upgraded weaponry wise you know as a wide receivers so we got a lot of depth that was a thing that played this last year now we got depth so I think all in all we have enough and when you look at the NFC and we talk about these questions I'm glad I'm not taking the weight of getting everybody's best shot if I'm the Rams right I'm, I don't want to be you trust me yeah I wanted to be you a couple months ago when you won a championship now nah, I don't right and with the quarterback you know, concerns over there with Matthew Stafford and his arm. All right, so cool. We scratched them out. The Packers, um, I don't think they... You don't lose Adams and say you're a better team. That's impossible. He's the best wide receiver in the league. You can say we'll be fine. We'll win a division. Yeah, but you don't lose the best wide receiver in football and say I'm a better team. Yeah, you're insane. That's impossible, right? That's literally impossible, bro. Especially if you don't replace... You can't replace that. Um, The 49ers, rookie quarterback going to do it. He going to win a Super Bowl. So... There's still a lot of questions in the NFC, and with these questions, there's answers. And right now, the answer that I do have is that that Tom Brady is back, and he's still the goat, and he's still on top of his game.
1: I think real quick, you know, I just wanted to chime in really fast. Um, This Buccaneers team is facing a lot of injuries early on, which is unfortunate, but injuries is a part of the game. It's just that it's unfortunate that's happening at this particular juncture. Um, like Khalil said, you know, repeating what he said, you know, it's not the end or be all at the other current teams moment. Gonna
0: get, other teams will get injured too. Well, it's football, so, bro. Other teams is going to get hurt too. And we're going to be like, oh, okay.
1: You know, so it's going to be something interesting to see how this is all going to play out, especially with the all off-season news with uh, Tom Brady. You know, we don't know what it is. Tom, the head coach and the owner got, got wind of it. And they, I mean, got when They were there. They're the only ones that know, like Zach said. And maybe they have like a vote of confidence thinking they won't. Reoccurred throughout the season that he just disappears and comes back.
2: You say if so- I can cut in quickly, like where do you guys think he was the last ten days? Like I'm still I think trying to me, figure it me out. Me
0: personally, like, it's weird. I, I just think he has some relationship issues, and you know, because remember, this is why you you come to a Tom Brady guy. This is exactly why because certain reports that you probably forgot. You know, um, you, I could bring it up. For example, remember Tom Brady in New England before he left New England. He was always a, a comer of uh, a guy that would be there OTAs and then training camps. And then, towards the end of his tenure in New England, he stopped going to OTAs, right? So, we see Tom Brady take extended leaves of absences, you know, over the years. Not to this magnitude. We had never seen this before, but we never saw Tom Brady at this age before, right? And we know that he's having issues. Well, we should know that he's probably having relationship issues with Giselle that don't want him out the house. So, maybe he's like, I. Right, In order for me to come out of retirement, this is what's going to have to happen. We're going to have to, you know, manage our time here, right? I'm pretty sure Giselle and him probably made a pact that if you come out of retirement, you got to coordinate it where you can spend time with your family and your kids and help to see your kids grow. So maybe this is part of that deal. And that's just my theory. Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing here? Like and subscribe to the channel to receive these updates of new uploaded content for myself, Real Lil. Zay, good vibes, and Zach attack. We'll be back. Make sure you like and subscribe, and feel the vibe always. Peace.